This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Folks, if you'd like a copy of my best-selling first book, Tales of a First-Round Nothing, head on over to ecwpress.com. If you'd like a copy of my second book, Tales with TR, Fights, Film, and Folklore, head on over to www.flankerpress.com. If you'd like either copy personalized, just add a note. Thanks for listening to my podcast, and happy reading. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode 162A of Tales with TR. I'm your host, Terry Ryan Jr. Good to be here today. As you know, we can now be found on YouTube. Subscribe to the Hockey Podcast Network, THPN, where you can find my podcast, Tales with TR, as well as many more very entertaining and worthwhile podcasts. The Hockey Podcast Network, that's where it's at. Okay. Speaking of YouTube and all things online, I also joined TikTok last week. Now, it's funny. I'd forgotten I'd been on it before, apparently 2018, did a bunch of videos. I kind of remembered some of them, a couple of lip syncs with Penny Lane kind of thing. You know, she was doing a few dances. It was pre-pandemic, and then we did, uh, during the pandemic, we kind of just made them reels or whatever. So I kind of got away from using TikTok. So I hear so much about it, right? TikTok, it's where everything is. I ran into, I did a couple of days on a short film last uh, week. Well, an episode, I guess, a 10-minute episode of a Bell 5 thing that we did called, uh, oh, God, Canoe, Canoe. 
season one was out last year. Apparently, I was oblivious to it. But uh, season two, I suppose, I was just a, a character in one of the uh, small episodes. I think it's ten episodes of ten minutes, I believe. Anyway, a real funny local comedian, Lisa Baker, and I and I'd come across Lisa before. I'd never met her, and, and actually chatted and, and picked her brain a little bit. So we were talking. And Lisa's a comedian. It does a bit. I mean, she was acting on that show. I don't, I don't believe it's her main, you know, one of her main interests or sources of income. I, I think, you know, I know she gets paid real well. She's one of the best uh, comedians that we have from here. She lives in Edmonton, uh, is friends with those of you who are following my time out with the roast of Kevin Lowe. Um, it was Kathleen McGee, great young comedian, and it's her good friend. So anyway, Lisa told me, she said, no, I got like 400,000 TikTok followers. I said, holy shit, you know what? I got to get on there somewhat soon anyway, because I got that drink coming out or drinks, Tierra's Tonic, stay tuned going to be this summer, but I think this summer was a little premature. Um, so I figured I got to do it. It can only help my pod. Uh, you know, Shorzy's coming out soon. I'm sure people are like to follow along with that, whatever platform it's on. So I went ahead and, I, and again, I I wasn't really sure what to put out there. So, you know, I just posted a video of um, myself. I posted on Instagram too. Myself fighting, uh, got a big tough guy. Back in the day, Frank the Animal by Lois. There is a story there. I'll, uh, I'll tell it in a minute. But anyway, I posted that. You know, I, I, I don't know. I'm a hockey player. You know, hockey fights get somewhat some attention. Uh, and then I looked at my old posts and they were kind of silly. Um, I didn't really want to go there again. So I said, I don't know, I'll post some hockey stuff, you know, whatever. I'll learn how to use this a little bit better each day, each week. And, you know, hopefully get to the point that I can do it as easy as, you know, when I use Instagram, I, I just try to update people on stories. That's my style though. I like the Instagram of all of it. Twitter's a fucking cesspool. Uh, Facebook tends to be, yeah, uh, you know, yeah. Facebook's right in the middle. It's like a mix between Twitter and Instagram. But on Instagram, uh, you know, I just kind of post. I don't follow every, I, those of you ask me to follow you, it's just a headache, please. I don't want any more torture. No sweat, but if I don't know you, it's just no point for me to follow you because I can't follow now enough as it is. So, and I don't even really, like, I'll go, if I want to see the news, like, I follow Twitter for the news, say, and I like keeping informed on stuff, and I like, if I follow anything, it might as well be hockey podcasts and whatever, the ones I've gone on, Jason Greger, Ryan Rashog, you know, Got Your Back, Love Overdrive, uh, Merrick, Friedman, Ken Reed, guests on a lot of these, or I'll uh, often watch the sports shows or listen to them the next day in podcast form. So there's enough that I follow. I just don't need to see any more ice bucket challenges. You know, like I just, and, and please don't send me reels for fuck's sakes. 
I just don't have enough time. I don't watch them. And I don't mean that to be a dick. I just don't have the time. I, I need to actually experience my life, and I don't want to be on Instagram, Twitter, fucking threads, whatever, which I'm not on. But, uh, you know, so I tend to just follow what can kind of, what I'm interested in, what you know, what I want to learn, what I want to keep up to date on. Uh, if I want to see how a friend is doing, of course, I'll take Sheldon Surrey there. I knew it was his birthday last week. I look him up. Sheldon's doing great. Mizey Brant Myers, friend of the show, went down to visit him. And, uh, you know, so I do kind of explore a little bit, but I don't like scroll down ever. So I guess this is why TikTok is a bit lost on me, because I, I guess that's what a lot of people do. And I read about how, how addictive it is and, and, you know, how it's short, soon to be canceled in the United States, although I think that's for other reasons to do with foreign countries spying mostly being China, and I, I don't really know how that works. I mean, I, I get it that they're running an online or a, a, a social media platform, and I guess they have access to your information, and by absorbing all the information that's posted, they can learn a lot about the U.S. or whatever. Look, I'm just going by what I read, and I absorb on TV, radio, all that stuff. There's a lot of deep reasons that uh, the United States is considering banning TikTok, but anyway not the least of which has anything to do with me. And I get why people are on there and it's certainly not, they're not thinking that far into it. They're thinking, you know, I'm going to go on there and post some videos and be entertained. But I got to be honest. I was not, not a little bit severely disappointed. I'm flicking down going, what the fuck is this nonsense? By the way, before I go any further, I don't mean that Lisa Baker's is, I find her really funny. The comedians, the comedians, there's an exception. I don't mind following them. Tyler Morrison, uh, Mike Lynch, Brian Elward. I can go on and on. I don't want to lose it, leave anybody out. Matt Wright. Try to watch the ones around here. Uh, but even like Jerry Seinfeld, or, and, and you know, I I enjoy watching them. A, it helps with public speaking and how to deliver something. I'm not a stand-up comedian. I don't claim to be. I've done it, but I do publicly speak a lot. And uh, so it helps me there, and I like to get a little bit of a laugh. Again, I don't need to go through all the reels and see some guy, you know, falling down and banging his head on the ground or doing some challenge or, uh, you know, pie in the face, shit like that. Human error. It's all good. I know it must be funny, but it, you, you could sit there for hours and hours and hours and absorb that. But what I don't understand the videos that get all the views there. Like, I, I don't get it. There'll be just something standard, some, you know, kind of odd looking guy or girl doing a silly dance and then lip syncing some words from some sitcom in the 90s I, I just don't understand like I, it's the opposite of entertaining most of them I'm going what was that like I get it that people post shit that doesn't make sense but what I don't get is how it gets like 2 million views what wait 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 what am I watching here right like some goofball riding his bike Stupid enough to go straight head first down the stairs. 
and exactly what I think is going to happen happens. Nothing spectacular either. Just like after the seventh stair, bike goes sideways, guy falls on his head, and there's a sound bite saying thwack, and maybe a picture of Batman or something, and then it's over. 66 million views. What? How can I even fathom that? I, how can I figure out how to promote a drink or a podcast on something that's so silly? Uh, again, I've been on there. I don't spend a lot of time looking, but Lisa told me, she said, you'll, you'll, fi- you'll, you'll find out what's popular if you just kind of scroll a little bit. And the more I scrolled, the more scared I was going, what the fuck is this is what people spend their time doing? Is this it? This is what's addictive. So when I hear people are on TikTok three and four hours or more a day, that's what you're doing. Scrolling through nonsense. I figured honestly I'd see like huge sports highlights or, you know, from I know you you got the TV for that and you'd figure it'd come up on your Instagram feed, I guess. Uh, I mean, like, you know, big-time shots from, like, AAA games and stuff that you probably wouldn't see normally. Uh, someone with a great voice. Why do you need America's Got Talent for when you got this platform? Uh, someone really talented that can juggle while they're kicking a field goal. And I know that exists on there, but that's what I expected I was going to see. And I'm just seeing a slew of silly nonsensical videos that don't even make sense sound bites that don't match people that aren't funny pets that aren't impressive sports highlights that yeah right i don't know i don't know so what am i talking about i don't fucking know why am I explaining this? I don't really know. Maybe it's just that my level of my level of amusement and entertainment ended up hitting a seven or an eight out of ten, which is pretty high, but for all the wrong reasons. I found myself watching over and over again because I couldn't believe what millions and millions and millions of people puke their day away doing. Now, I don't want to insult anybody on here, but I know I just have because TikTok is a huge platform. And clearly, I'm in the minority. Clearly. And my sense of humor is probably not as popular as I thought it was. But I will just say that let's just let me say in a word, it was unimpressive. One second. Got to, uh, God, I'm stuffed up. I, uh, so I'm allergic to a lot of nuts and a lot of fruits with seeds, right? Yeah, there you go. So it leaves me fucking less than 50% of edible foods that can actually ingest into my body for fuck's sakes. <clears throat> and I try not to eat a lot of fast food, so what are you left with, man? And, you know, experimenting this month. 
I've eaten little to no. I, I had uh, red meat one night there. We went out in Montreal. I'm doing this because I need to get my blood taken. <laughs> I've talked about this, but um, I'm going to take my blood after three months of eating regular. Then well, I've already done that. And then three months of vegetarian, three months of pescatarian, which is vegetarian plus fish, and then three months of vegan. And I'm going to do it. Vegan's going to be tough. I've done this before, but a lot has changed um, in the time that I've done it. So I just, uh, I have high cholesterol, right? I was told that when I was like 10 or 11 years old. It's genetic. And uh, I'm doing this because I want to see <clears throat> I want to see exactly what would be everybody's body's different and cholesterol can be broken down. You know, there's a lot of certain fats are worse than others. It's not just things with cholesterol. An egg, say, or a piece of salmon is better than having that McDonald's, <clears throat> right? But it all has an egg and salmon has higher cholesterol than does a French fry. But the French fry, of course, is deep fried, and that's not good for you in the first place. So anyway, there's a lot of, almost feels like math. But in any case, my nut allergy and my fruit allergy, is, I, I don't know about every fruit or every nut, but I know the ones that's like a four or five or a three or a two out of ten. So like blueberries and strawberries, Apples are terrible. If I have an apple or a pear, it's over. Blueberry or strawberry, bananas, you know, I, I eat those, and it gives me a little bit of a, makes my mouth uncomfortable for maybe five minutes after. A lot of numbing, but I can deal with it. Kind of like you can hear me now. I'm sure you can hear in my voice. And, uh, but I deal with it, right? And I figure, I don't know, I've done some minor research and if it doesn't kill me, it's good for your immune system to be mildly challenged once in a while. It's why intermittent fast a lot as well. <clears throat> um, might be a trendy thing, but people say it's good for you. You know, humans didn't always have the convenience of being able to eat whatever they wanted. So knowing that we can be hungry once in a while shocks your system back into not being complacent. At least the way I that's that's the way I understand it. But this morning I got up, not even this morning. You know when you get up like middle of the night to take a piss? Do girls have to do that, by the way, as much as guys? Because it doesn't seem that Penny Lane ever has to do it. And I remember back, not just at my age now, 46, but even when I was like 10, I remember having to get up and take a whiz during the night, right? So... I get up to do it last night and you know, like you're, and I'm, I've quit pop too. I, I drank so much diet pop and I just heard that aspartame could be a carcinogen. That's bad for you as well. And I'm like, what am I doing? I don't want to fucking be told I'm dying early, like in my sixties or something, or even seventies. Fuck. We can all outlive that now. I don't want to be told I'm dying because I have a cancer that's brought on by, I had to have too many diet Cokes. You know what I mean? What a fucking waste. So I've, it's been years and years and years, man. I've been saying I wanted to do this. But study came out like within this month. It was only two or three weeks ago. 
and they uh, talked about how bad aspartame might be for you. So I said, you know what? Fuck it. And I haven't. This was the hardest thing to do. I've dabbled in a lot of things that are addictive, not just substance, but, you know, from exercise. Um, I tried smoking. There was a period I was pretty depressed, I guess. And smoking would take my mind off it, you know, that I, I, I got into it a little bit. So glad I gave that up. Um, chewing tobacco. That was a big one. You know, going on buses and junior and everything, and it really would kill the time. Give me something to look forward to. Boys at the back, you know, we would uh, often play cards or just have a chat, watch movies or whatever, throw in a dip, you know, kill a half hour, an hour. So I've, I've, I've even, fuck, when I came home at first and, uh, you know, I was definitely drinking too much. Uh, it was never like, it, it, it never felt like a chemical thing. It was just like to take my mind off shit. You know, I, the NHL was one thing. I didn't see my career coming to an end. Uh, you know, I wanted to travel for free Europe I and mean, I was good enough for that. And, uh, you know, it, it was all about that playing with te a, a team and traveling. And that's why I think that's why I pl played senior hockey so long. You know, I wasn't ready to give up that team camaraderie and, and traveling and even if it's just Canadian cities or whatever it is like I just really missed it so I feared not doing it anymore so anyway <clears throat> what was I talking about oh yeah that year yeah I was pissed off so found myself drinking a lot but I know you might see me go hard a couple nights but like, I could easily, like, right now, if my buddies weren't back and it wasn't George Street Festival coming, I could easily go months without drinking. I just hate hangovers. But uh, my problem is, you know, it's a sunny day. Everybody's out. George Street's right there. And I think in moderation, it's not really a bad thing. Sometimes, though, you know, two, three nights in a row, the summers happen, festivals happen, and I guess you make an exception. And I tend to drink, like, if I'm not, I'm not one to sit there and have one beer just for fun. I do sometimes to be social. In that case, I'd even rather a near beer, you know, because I'm just doing it to be social. Why do I want one? Uh, I tend to like, you know, I want to be out with the boys or watching videos or listening to music at a concert. And then, you know, the sky's the limit. Let's keep going. So luckily, I guess, my, I mean, my grandfather, Clem, my dad's father was great. Great guy, just a total booze bag. He was an alcoholic, died at 55 of liver cancer. I don't want that either. But, uh, you know, it must have been hard for him to know that if he didn't drink like that, he would have lived longer, right? I don't want to be told that I I, I I have to, I'm dying because I eat or I drink aspartame, just like I don't eat a lot of processed meats or foods for that reason. I'm assuming it's bad. People say it's bad things that we put into food to preserve it for years. Like I always thought, like, I opened a can of beans or something. Like, they could be from fucking four years ago. I know that the contents are supposed to be good for you, but what preserves it, you know? I mean, I remember, I remember doing a course in school in foods. I mean, in, like, university. It was an elective. I don't remember the specifics, but I remember thinking to myself, 
holy fuck, don't eat processed meats or foods or like keep all that shit at a minimum. So new customers download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use promo code THPN. Bet just $5 to score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's promo code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. In West Virginia, gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly in partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. One boost per eligible game. Opt-in required. Max bet $50. 10-plus leg required for 100% boost. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash baseball terms. Anyway, sorry, I still feel, I still sound, uh, I still sound stuffed up, I guess, because I am. But uh, so this morning, God, I have a roundabout way to explain things. But this morning, I ate uh, a couple of these bars. So I get up in the middle of the night, right? Just wolf down a couple of ice waters. I put them in the fridge or the freezer before bed because it's fucking heat wave here. I can't believe I'm saying that about Newfoundland. But 30 plus degrees a few days in a row. It doesn't normally happen like that here. So... I put these every night before bed. I put my a few waters in the freezer and right before I hit the sack, take them out, put them in the fridge. So by the time I get up for that midday piss or midnight piss, <clears throat> mid middle of the night piss, um, it's just a great, great quench. Probably the best quench of the day, right? Is that quench at that moment. And uh, sometimes I grab a snack and I'll even put snacks on the counter so I don't root into anything bad. I don't generally have a lot of shit here, but I mean, Penny Lane's 13. I'm not a slave driver either. And uh, I, you know, we have even some, we don't eat a lot of it, but like there's some Halloween stuff left, like bags of chips and stuff. And I just tuck that away upstairs. If people come over, if her friends come over, I make it available. I virtually never dive into it. She does rarely, but uh So anyway, I don't put that, I put other stuff out so I won't dive into that because I've made worse decisions at 3.30 in the morning, you know what I'm saying? And when I grab this like granola bar, whatever the fuck it is, man, <clears throat> I didn't buy it. Someone brought it here. I think I, I think I actually took it off the table of ball hockey. We play ball hockey and there's always, um, you know, boys bring in oranges, bananas, all that you would think, Gatorade. And uh, power bars and stuff. So I, I think I grabbed it at ball hockey one day. Anyway, I fucking took two bites out of it and I went to bed. And I started to, like, I was like, why can't I breathe? I, I still didn't put two and two together. 
why can't I breathe? Like it was almost, I couldn't fall asleep because I couldn't breathe enough air. It was wild. And then I'm, a, I'm allergic to cats anyway, and I have a small place and I have two of them. So I always have Sinutab there or whatever, or, or Reactin or, or whatever the fuck it is, because I know that everything that surrounds me in each day, I'm going to be allergic to a lot of it, allergic to pollen. I've turned into a real fucking high maintenance prick, you know, but I, I, I really try not to be. So I don't even tell a lot of people about it. But anyway, Jesus, I started to, my eyes started watering. Ever see the movie Pure Luck? If not Google Martin Short in Pure Luck after he fucking gets stung by a bee. Holy, that's actually a pretty funny movie. But uh, actually it is a pretty, I'm going to make a note of that. Pure Luck. Um, me and Penny Lane will watch it. I try to, I don't want to swamp her with, you know, my tastes and things from my generation and all that. I wanted to be well versed in all things current and past and hopefully future. That generation needs to make a lot of change in this world one way or the other. And, uh, you know, I hope she's part of it. So, but anyway. Oh, yeah. So, hence, Pure Luck is a good movie, Martin Short. And uh, I remember it being pretty funny. Last time I saw it, I was probably 15, though, who knows. Anyway, that is what I fucking resembled. And I blotched. I nearly, nearly, nearly was close. I nearly got in the Jeep and fucking drove to the airport. Or airport. That would have been done me like good. Uh, drove to the hospital. That's where it was at. Like I was, I realized now I have to go up to the dock and get an EpiPen. And now again, I don't know what was in the fucking thing. It's only fruits and nuts, really. I mean, how stupid was I? Like, I'm allergic to some fruits and nuts. And I went out and literally ate, and I could see it's a clear package. It's a clear package. I think it started with K. Maybe it was part of the keto or something. But it, it was a clear package. Part of it was clear. And I could see, like, dates, oats, all that stuff, like, I'm mildly allergic to. But I think it had apples and pears or whatever in it. Holy fuck, man. Well... Right now, I'm recording this. It's 11.45 a.m. Okay, so that happened at 4 or 5 a.m., and I'm still like this, but I'm coming down, which is good. Got enough fucking reacting in me to kill an elephant. But <coughs> anyway, apologies. It took right over, though, man. My throat got sore. <coughs> I'm still coughing. Cough wouldn't normally be part of it, right? That's not really an allergic reaction, but everything else got so inflamed that I'm uh, I'm coughing. Anyway, enough about that shit. My guest, next guest. What was the point of all that? Is that TikTok is unimpressive, and uh, I've got to get an EpiPen, I guess. Watch what watch what I do. I actually got to start really really watching what I eat. From an allergic perspective, I've always passed it off, dealt with it. I'm tough. But uh, if that had gotten any worse last night, I think my windpipe would have been 
shut off. Like I was pulling to get get it to get air. Weird too. I was thinking like COVID or something. Is this some weird form of? And then I realized, fuck, I got allergies. Anyway, I'm drifting off again. My guest, okay. Now, my guest for you guys Thursday. Some of you aren't going to know his name, but please look into it. I'm really looking forward to this as much as I've looked forward to any guest, okay? His name is Paul Romanuk. Canadian sports fans will definitely recognize him from his broadcasting days. So Paul is somewhat legendary as a broadcaster, okay? If you... Paul went to Ryerson, which is a school in Toronto for, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know what else Ryerson offers. I'm assuming like any school it offers a varied, a plethora of, of options and degrees and certificates, diplomas, whatever. But I know that a lot of people go there to do like broadcasting. I know that journalism, a lot of sports heavy, um, kind of public speaking stuff. So he went there, and if you followed the Oshawa Generals in the 80s, you'd know that he was the voice of the Generals for a while, okay? He ended up doing a lot of stuff. Uh, Hockey Night in Canada, I know he was on that for a few years. He did TSN. He's done international stuff, uh, a lot of international stuff. He even called, if you guys look, there's a... Uh, clip of me going end to end was my probably led to me going where I did in the draft. It was the biggest factor. We were at the uh, CHL all-star game and I scored and Paul Bromanek was doing the, doing the call. He said, coast to coast with the most. And he put that out there and it ended up being, I mean, it was one of the nicest goals I've ever scored. It happened to be in the CHL all-star game back then. The games were videotaped, but I, I got great goals. I scored in Tri-City, but it's not worth it. It's just either there's no volume and it looks like you can barely even tell it's our team, let alone me. But this was a TSN, and most games, you couldn't get any footage at all, right? So I remember that they had to record the games for purposes of suspensions and, you know, who got the points and all that, you know. It stopped, like, my third year junior. The ref... You couldn't just go and I think even my second year, you couldn't just go and say, I got an assist on that. Like the ref might put it down, but it all got reviewed after the game. And if you didn't, you didn't. But so the game and, and you know, for suspensions and, you know, what happened. So it started to be all recorded. It was just shitty quality. So I don't even go back and look at some of those goals. But this happened to be in the like and it was the CHL All-Star game. A couple months after the World Junior that we won, it was a lockout year. So a lot of great players were in the game. Ed Jovanovski went first overall the year before. He was back in junior, right? Brian Burrard went first overall that year. I fought him that game. I had two goals and an assist. Myself, Damon Lankow, uh, my teammate, we really, we really uh, had, had, you know, people were waiting to see on a national level what we could do. And uh, I think we, at the very least, satisfied our critics. Anyway, Paul Romanuk did the call on that. Now, He's been on the radio. Uh, he, he, I know he did TSN 1050. He did Leafs TV. I remember hearing him on Leafs TV in the early 2000s. Now, 
I've heard he went on, and I'm doing some research because this guy is deep, and I'm going to have him out on Thursday, this being Tuesday. Uh, and I know he, he moved overseas and did a lot of what I understand sports stuff, but a lot of stuff outside the sports realm in London, England, okay? And I hadn't known that until recently I was listening to his podcast. So I don't think it was the reason for his move, but it's funny because, here, I'll spit it out. So he now does a podcast called The Walrus Was Paul. Okay, those Beatles fans will know that's a line out of Glass Onion, uh, the song Glass Onion. And it's a Beatles-centric podcast. Every episode pretty much is about the Beatles and closely associated with one of the Beatles albums. So Jim Cuddy gets on there and talks about Revolver and Rubber Soul. Uh, Jim's a buddy of mine, lead singer of uh, Blue Room. Well, one of Greg Keeler and Jim are, are both founders of Blue Rodeo. Dave Bedini from the Rio Statics, another friend of mine. He did the Sgt. Pepper episode. So I'm listening to this, and it was recommended by a friend. Uh, and the friend had no idea that Paul Romanuk had anything to do with sports. And I didn't realize it was the same Paul Romanuk. I'm like, it can't be. Because, I mean, not that any sports aficionado can be into the Beatles, but there's a, like, when I say sports, like Paul just didn't cover hockey, he covered a lot. And I find, you know, Ken Reed is, covers a lot of sports. He's into hockey cards, which kind of goes hand in hand in baseball cards and, you know, and, and, and hockey stories. And because we spend so much of our time focused on, on things like that for work. For me, I got this podcast. I don't really need to follow everything as closely as someone who analyzes the game does. But I do have my foot in all the sports now. I make sure I watch just so I know what's going on to be relevant if I have somebody on, right? Uh, but his level of knowledge with the Beatles and dates, and it, I mean, he's an expert. I couldn't believe the level of expertise he talks about everything Beatles with. I mean, so I'm hugely interested in just Paul Romanuk's sportscasting career because I'm telling you it's wild and it spans decades and also all kinds of sports and all kinds of experiences in and out of the sporting world. I mean it. Uh, in London, I, I'll get into it with him, but when he moved over there for a better part of a decade, I believe, uh, with the short research, research I've done so far, although I heard that back in the day, I believe he worked with, uh, you know, it was it was a business. It was like a a, a a job that had nothing really to do with his past as a sportscaster. We'll get into that when I have him on. So, I mean, I think I know what it was, but I don't want to mention it now and be wrong. But anyway, this guy is extremely interesting. Okay, now... I promise you, these people, I, I know the people listening to this, you're not all into the Beatles like I am. So I'm not going to be asking them specifics about some fucking B-side of a single that you have no idea what's going on because I'm going to alienate my own audience, okay? I'm not stupid enough. Actually, I am stupid enough, but at least I'm aware um, going into this that I 
I can be, um, I can assume things about the Beatles that the general public doesn't know, right? Just because I'm so into it and I forget where public uh, popularity kind of ends and deep cuts begin when it comes to the Beatles. But I know that I want to ask him how he got into to it. And when he grew up, say, albums and uh, pop culture must have been as important as sports. So why maybe did he get into sports right off the bat? Now, Paul is 61, which is getting older. But for the all the things he's done, like, I mean, he worked, he worked for like the Leafs in like the early 80s. So for a guy 61 that's still kind of really busy and as busy as he's ever been, according to my ear when I listen to him on his podcast, you know, it's with the stories, you know, Bob Cole is what, 90? And that made, after I read Bob Cole's book, it made sense because, I mean, he's got all these stories and they go, I mean, he's lived five lives, but I kind of get it with Bob Cole because he's in his 90s. But for a guy 61 uh, that's still as busy as ever, I mean, he's just accomplished a lot. Okay, so I'm going to get to the sports stuff mostly, I promise. And, uh, you know, his his career and his choices are going to be, Paul Romanux, that is, are going to be as interesting, trust me, as talking about any hockey fight or goal. Uh, and I'll really try to stay away from the real, real deep cuts of the Beatles, but we're going to dabble in that a little bit, okay? Uh, now, if anybody has any questions you want me to ask them, uh, rapid-fire randoms or, or or anything like that, just shoot me a note. Do it on Twitter if you can, uh, because my other, my other uh, methods of messaging tend to get clogged up. And for some reason, there's just not a lot of people shoot me messages on Twitter. So Twitter's a lot easier of all the things. Yeah, I hate going on there to read comments, but I like going on there to answer messages. So if you want me to ask Paul Romanuk uh, any question, so be it about sports, music, and the like, or his career, or, uh, you know, broadcasting in general, because a lot of these people, they've lived the life, and uh, a lot of people that I'm talking to are probably interested in broadcasting to some degree. And it's never been more easy to put out your own product, whether that be a YouTube channel or a podcast like me or whatever it is. Uh, so these guys know what they're talking about. And uh, yeah, I think it'll be extremely interesting to talk to Paul Romanuk on Thursday. Now, all that being said... Uh, St. John's, Newfoundland. We got a lot going on now, man. It's uh, my buddy's wedding this weekend. Dave Roper, a lot of friends in town. After that, Sam Man gets here. Taran Sam with, with his whole family for the better part of all, well, yeah, the better part of the George Street Festival. He's coming two days early and staying for uh, 10 days, I believe. And uh, I got ball hockey coming up in August. The Nationals are in St. John, New Brunswick, and the Worlds are in. Uh, so I'll be with Team Newfoundland, obviously, at the Nationals and uh, at the Worlds. I'll be with Team Canada. That's in Buffalo in the very beginning of September. August 17th to 20th, I'll be in Victoria, B.C. Uh, we've got a golf tournament going on. Follow my stories if you want more info. If you're 
interested in donating to a great cause. I, I, I believe it's kids sports help or whatever it is. Kids, kids sport. It's uh, the same organization that I raise money for with the Kevin Lowe roast. So if you want to donate, just check into it. Jerry St. Cyr, an old teammate of mine from the uh, Team Canada Roller Hockey 2004. He's putting it off. And I'm looking forward to it. And uh, if you're downtown St. John's this weekend, why not? Check out the Bull and Barrel, Martini Bar, Trinity Pub, Rob Roy Confusion, and of course, my favorite stomping grounds, Greensleeves Pub. And, uh, of course, TJ's Pub, formerly known as Turkey Joe's. Check those places out. If you're going to go for a bite to eat, why not do it at Merchant Tavern, Blue on Water, and Wedgwood Cafe. If you're going to change your life and you want to work out, you want some positive vibes, I can't speak enough for Ryan Power and Power Conditioning. It changed my life. Maybe it can change your strength and balance for the body and mind. Power Conditioning on Rope Walk Lane. If you're a young athlete, if you're an aging athlete like myself or anything in between, you don't even have to be an athlete. Get in there, work out. It'll change your life. Pitbull Pain Relief, the, pip, the pain sticks that just don't quit. I swear by them, and I use them almost every day, and uh, they work for all ages. Just uh, as you're, as me, I'm aging, and I find I get a little bit of arthritis here and there, and injuries take a lot longer to get over, but I always got a Pitbull pain relief stick in my hockey bag or my ball hockey bag or my soccer bag, whatever it might be, because they really work. Trust me, folks, I use them every day, and I think you might too. True hockey, take what's yours. And last but not least, if you're looking to go to Mr. Lube, there's two locations right here in St. John's, Newfoundland. One's on Torbay Road, one's on Kenmount Road, run by my good buddy Chris Sparks. Live, laugh, lube. Folks, I'll be back in just a couple days with Paul Romanuk and more Tales with Tier. Catch you on the rebound.